Hey, how are you? It's Mary Bicknell. Welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon, where every Monday you're going to get a little biz bite to start your week off right. And then every Wednesday, we're going to deep dive into all things personal growth, where my goal is to help you have an aha every single week. You know, this podcast is for you, for the woman who's the go-getter, who knows there's more inside. And you know what? You're ready to smash through that self-imposed glass ceiling so you can finally see what you're made of. Ready? Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today. I've got a special guest with me. And actually, she's a friend of mine as well. So she's brilliant. And I'm looking forward to sharing her with you, Melissa Zosky. And she and I met, I want to say, is it? has it been a year, maybe a year ish ago. And we've yeah. gotten to know each other over the last, you know, over this last year. And really, um, it's been exciting to get to, to be able to be myself around another businesswoman. And that, I think that's one of my favorite things. Like we can just reach out to each other and like do old school, like mm-hmm. almost like an old school call and I'll grant it's on Facebook on you know <laughs> the messenger. But one day I remember, I think the first time I was like, I'm not going to be like, here's my calendar link. I'm just going to be like, I hit, you know, video message and you answered. And I was like, whoa, this is like totally old school because people just don't do that anymore. So that's the kind of person you are, Melissa. I'm so glad that you're here today. Thanks for coming to Lead a Life Uncommon. Today, we're talking biz bites. So I'd like for you to share first with everyone a little bit about you and your business. And then we're going to jump right into that first 10 minutes where it's going to be really serious conversation about your mission and your belief and what kind of impact that has. So tell us a little bit about like, how do you describe yourself in your business? I'm an intuitive business coach and I help healers, business owners, and intuitive entrepreneurs clear their success blocks so that they can step into their fully aligned being and have a business that rocks on all levels. And I love this work. I know. I, I'm so pumped because I'm, I'm really also, you know, uh, I'm picking your brain a little bit for myself. Right. I mean, that's what part of it, right. It's like, um, so when you say energy, of course I know you, so I know a little bit about what your definitions are, but mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit more about that. So when a woman is really trying to step into that energy of success with her business, mm-hmm. and then she has blocks, what do you note are some of the most common blocks that your clients have experienced? Oh my gosh. Well, there's so many. It's most of the time, the, the top ones are like self-worth, their yeah. value, claiming their worth, pricing their programs and their services, like the, in a way that they feel like they're deserving Deserving is by itself a whole nother block. Lots of times we have overwhelm. We have perfectionism. Um, There's so many that it's exciting because I get to to go through all of them. Um, Comparing, that can come up a ton. Feeling like I'm not good enough. That one one hits everything. And as I told you before, everything's connected. You can't work on one thing without working on everything. So even though they're business blocks, they are affecting everything else, your relationships, your health, your finances, all of it. It's beautiful. But those are the big ones that I can think of right off the top of my head. Yeah. When I think about overwhelm, I feel like that is, you know, when no matter what level of business women are, you know, they get to a point like first, like, right. We, we first start our business and there's so many things that we need to know. And then we're like cruising along and then maybe we want to up level or hit the next big thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and then it feels overwhelming. Cause it's like, what are the next steps and all that kind of thing. What do you think? Like, how does somebody clear that energy away when there's they're in an overwhelm? And, and frankly, whether it's, 
you know, in their business. And as you said, how you do one thing and how it ripples into other areas or just in life, right? I mean, how do we, how do we, how do we mitigate that experience of overwhelm? Well, I'm always looking at it as being getting back into alignment. Anytime we're feeling like uncomfortable, anytime we're feeling like, you know, out of that zone of peace or alignment is basically what I call it. We have to pull ourselves back in. And I use different meditations, different energy um, modalities, things like active meditation, energy healings. And I always pull in whatever is coming up, like intuitively for the person, like, are they feeling this overwhelmed because it's something that they felt when they were a child? Or does it go back generationally? Am I tapping into something 17 generations back on the mother's side that is now uh, triggered? Do you know what I mean? So we inherit more than hair and eye color from our ancestors. We inherit their beliefs, patterns, programmings, traumas, emotions, all these things. We're not born an empty slate. And so we bring all that information in today. So whatever we're trying to do will show up sometime and trigger something which then makes us feel either overwhelmed or fear or whatever it is. And it's usually just a part of us trying to keep us safe so that we don't make the same mistakes over and over again. But yeah, overwhelm. just, I use different just techniques to find why it's happening. And then quickly, um, depending on how quick you need it, like EFT, emotional freedom technique, you can tap it out really quick and you can get yourself back to feeling alignment. That's more of like a temporary fix but it helps you get back into that zone really quickly. So that's one of my favorite. That's actually my first energy love I had from years ago. Oh yeah, There's I know. So I, many tools. I agree. Yeah. So here's the thing too. I want to touch on what you said about like, you know, inherited um, messaging, right? Mm-hmm. And and how it is generational. And it's just, you know, it, it's like, and we talked about really the collective consciousness, right? Oh, yeah. So it's like multi generational and all on all levels the messages that women are given, yes. and how it's just you know it's kind of like I almost envision it like um, like old stories, right? Sitting around the fire, right? It's like it, here here's the story, and then it passes on and on and on and on and on and on, and here we are today in twenty, you know, in the two thousands going into twenty and in twenty twenty two. I mean. Um, which who can even believe that? No, right. It's crazy. So um, I think that that is one of the things that people, you know, there there's the woo side of that. Mm -hmm. And then there's the real side of that, that we can't outrun, if you will, or be in denial about the messages that we're given about the stories that are passed down. And when you talk to your clients around, um, you know, how this is inherited, right? It's like your, your, your story, your belief, you're like, yes, you can, or no, you can, or you're going to be a vegan or whatever it is, or you make a lot of money. I mean, this is like, you can't, you have to be so conscious and so aware Mm -hmm. because it's just innate, right? And that's really kind of what you're saying. Is that correct? Absolutely. And energy is like everywhere. Like you, you can feel it when you walk into a room where people are really heated up, you walk into the room and instantly you don't have to hear a word. You could cut the energy with a knife. It's there. And so the collective that you just touched on, that is the collective consciousness of all the thoughts and the beliefs for like thousands and thousands of years that have accumulated in its own energy field that we're tapping into at all times, right? right? Mm -hmm. So as we're tapping into it, sometimes we don't want to be tapping into it, but we're always are, right? So it's there, we're tapping into it. And all of a sudden we're like feeling like, oh, I can't do this because I'm a woman or, you know, a hundred years ago, women weren't allowed to do this. So all of a sudden now we're like going, you can have a business, 
you can't have a business because you're a woman or you can't make this much money because from the collective consciousness, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be staying home, taking care of your kids. Right. So we have all these messages and they're not all current. They're outdated. So it's just like sifting through what do we still need and what can we let go of? Some of them mm. are good. Some messages are good still, right? But a lot of it's outdated. Yeah. Choosing. Yeah. And just, just tapping into it intuitively using energy testing methods. I have so many different ways I test into that to see what, and we're all different. We all have different genetic makeup. We all have different triggers, all different backgrounds. So whatever comes to us is because we're like this magnet calling a like vibration. And then we just need to like sift through that, get rid of the things we don't want. So we attract what we do want. I agree with you. So, you know, I've told you before, my company name is see the signs, right? So it's kind of a double entendre, like the cognitive behaviorist in me, but then the woo part of me. Right. And I think that, that sometimes people just, um, then when we're having conversations about intuition or, or energy, people are like, that's woo. But when (laughs) the example that you gave is so concrete that we all have experienced that. Mm -hmm. And I think that people need to recognize that, you know, that, that energy state, when you walk into a room, like that's present all the time Mm -hmm. and we're putting that out. Mm -hmm. So people can experience us that way as well. So to that point, like, how do you, how do you help people like change actually almost what uh, they're um, emanating, right? They're the energy force and feel that they're putting out. Like, how do you help them become more aware of that? Because isn't it like, I believe it's true. And I know we've kind of shared on this, right? Like if I'm putting out some negative funk vibe, right? And you could call vibe energy, right? If I'm putting that out, then this is where people are like, I don't know why that person didn't close, or I don't know why I didn't get that job or that promotion or that kind of thing. It's we, we get into this thought that doing all the work, which we do need to do. This is not finger in your belly button people. This is like, (laughs) right. (laughs) Right. So we have to do the work, but we forget that there's this other piece of being. Yeah. And that that's pushing the, that certain energy out. So how do you help people like actually see that for themselves and like change that? Cause I think this is such a key thing. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, how do you know you're not being an asshole? How do you know that the reason you didn't get the promotion is because you're showing up negative Nelly all the time? Like how can somebody become more aware of the energy that they're sharing to the world? Yeah. Well, your energy shows up in what you're bringing to you, right? If you're yeah. all of a sudden bringing a ton of people, then you're obviously your energy is aligned. If you're the energy in your bank account is a great thing. If you're having really low numbers in your bank account, that's what you're attracting. So it's all about being really aware of that and going, okay, so something's blocking me. So I help ID that, that, that block, whether it's like I said, from this lifetime or generationally. So it's all about like me IDing and helping them learn to ID themselves, what it is that's keeping them from moving forward in this lifetime, right? And going back generationally. So once we clear out those beliefs or blocks or patterns, emotions, traumas, whatever that is, what we do is then we are able to then better take the aligned strategic action. So alignment, it's not just about taking any action. It's inspired action, right? And when we do that, we are around the people that we are meant to serve. If you're taking the steps toward like a specific Facebook group or reaching out to a specific individual and you feel drawn to that person, you're able to do that more on purpose, more specifically drawn by your intuition and tapping deeper into that helps you really be able to pull that those people together so that you can actually be 
working toward building whatever you're building in your business. And like I said, everything's connected in your life, right? And um, that strategic action, that inspired action is so important with all of this. And I'm glad that you said that. You can't just sit back and put sticky notes on your forehead and watch Netflix and affirmation sticky notes are just going to like miraculously make everything appear. Right. Exactly. All right. So we're at our 10 minutes. So let's keep talking. So that was really helpful. So I know that people like, let's go deeper then into what that even means alignment. So here's the thing. When I hear people, it's two things I want to talk about. One is tapping into our intuition, right? And then we can get to alignment, but I think this is relevant. You know, I've been doing a lot of personal thinking about like, I feel like I'm, I'm intuitive. So obviously I think we're all intuitive, but I tap more into it. Right. And when I listen to my intuition and move in that direction, like Mm -hmm. it works out. Like, yeah, here's the thing. How do you trust the difference? Like, how do you know it's your intuition that knowing that, you know, that, you know, part of you, Mm -hmm. and it's not some out, you know, um, outside influence, right? Because we are marketed to brilliantly, right? And it creates doubt. It can create doubt. And then you're like, well, I think I want to do this, but I don't know over here. These people say this. So how do you like, where, how do you give that people like a, um, a barrier so that they can block all that external energy influence, et cetera, and really reconnect with their intuition and trust. I think that the thing, you know, when I work with my own clients, it's really about trusting that, you know, the thing that you're drawn to, the thing that, you know, the thing that you're like, I feel like I want to move in that direction. Like that's, that's your intuition Mm -hmm. that like, how do you help people realign to staying with their intuition, like trusting their intuition? What's the difference between the intuitive voice and the like external world voice? Yeah. Well, first off, um, anybody can tap into their intuition, right? It's just like a muscle. You have to practice and build it over and over and over and just kind of get used to it and trust it. Right. So trusting it is, I usually look at is if there's any kind of fear involved, that's not your intuition. That's your, that's fear disguised itself as your, as your inner guidance system, right? That's fear disguising itself as your intuition. And we never listen to that. So excited. Wait a minute. Let's like, that was so good. Let's just like, I want to dig deeper on that. Cause that was it right there, everybody. That was it. So what I, I want to reiterate, what I heard you say is if you're experiencing fear, which can show up like doubt, uncertainty, et cetera. Mm -hmm. like freak out. I don't know. That is not your true self. That is not your intuition. Why, how, how, why, how do we know that? Well, it's just fear itself is the signal that you're not listening to your intuition. That's just the signal. So if you just say, okay, I'm in fear. So that's not my intuition. Simple. So in a sense, what you're saying then is like, when you are experienced your intuition, Mm -hmm. that feels peaceful. Like, give me some adjectives for that. Some emotional words, like, right. So peaceful, content, like, what is that? Like, so, so that really like like concretely, if you're feeling fear, so that this is like an exercise for people, right. Right now. It's like, if you're feeling the fear, then that's not your intuition. So what does it feel like when you're listening to your intuition? Okay. So, and it can still have excitement. You can still have Mm -hmm. a little bit of uncertainty or, Like it's stretching out of that comfort zone just enough too. So like being uncomfortable sometimes can still be your tap into your intuition. Yeah. We have all those beliefs and patterns from lifetimes ago that are trying to keep us safe. Remember? So those blocks that are like, don't do it. That's the fear. But 
just being able to stretch comfortably, just a little bit uncomfortable, that still can be your intuition. So it's just about moving forward and knowing that you are excited. You don't know why you feel this way. You don't know why you're drawn to this, but you just know it's the right thing to do. Maybe a touch of excitement, a lot of peace. You feel solid, but you're like, I don't know why this is happening, but I'm going to do this. This is good. When you have the fear of saying, don't do it, then usually that's something you probably need to be doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody is so different. Every situation is a little bit different, but it's just really tuning in and then using it as an experiment. So you could say like for the next month, I'm really going to tune into my intuition. I'm going to listen to what my inner guidance system is saying, right? Not the fear and really listen to my, um, a lot of us um, with different human designs will have the sacral, which is right below the belly button. We'll get a feeling there, or even sometimes a sound that's kind of feeling like, uh-huh, uh-huh, or uh-uh. When you feel that yeah. uh-uh in your body and you say it out loud, there's a certain feeling you get, uh-uh. And so when you're like, uh-huh, oh yeah, uh-huh, that's like, I'm going to do it. And so just practicing that and practicing the experiment really helps you stay more in tuned with what the right answer is for where you should be going. And I, I shouldn't even say right or wrong answer. There's no right or wrong. It's just like, are you listening to your intuition or are you not? Yeah. You know, because if you don't, you're learning through those experiences still, right? True that, true that. And yet, yes, definitely that. And I think that um, we've lost touch, right? With that mm-hmm. on so, so many levels, right? Life, there's like all the life that's going on and, you know, you're busy and you got a, your calendar's full and, you know, you're, you're experimenting with your business or up-leveling your business or you're dead in a career. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing when people, when, um, when my own clients, when they're like, I could never work with anybody again, now that I quit my job and has this business or what have you, it's just like, um, you know, I think that the thing is overcoming the, it's like this, it's like you're at a, let's say you're at a job mm-hmm. and you know where you're like, uh-uh, right? It's like you go to work every day, like, uh-uh, I hate this, right? And your intuition is saying like, you need to quit this job or whatever your inner intuition sounds like, right? It's like, um, and, but then the fear kicks in because like, I don't know, I've got health insurance. I got this, I got that, yeah. I got this, da, 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 da. or even those of us who, you know, have our own businesses. It's like, I want to increase my rates or I want to charge double, which, you know, I'm big on telling every one of my clients, like double the very next client, but that's a side note. And, you know, and then sometimes it's like, uh, 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 but there's still that knowing like it's yeah. there's on one level, it's like, there's the ring of yeah. clarity and truth, mm-hmm. but then it's the fear of like putting that into place. Right. Because yes. then it's the, yeah, but yeah, but then I won't have any clients or yeah. But then if mm-hmm. I quit my job, I'm not going to have health insurance or yeah, but all these things. But when you get that push, that tug, that like knowing that, like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that ring, that calling, that something mm-hmm. like that is your intuition to follow. Yeah. Well, but the cool thing about this is, and this is what I like advocate for my people is to like stretch, like the out of the comfort zone. So you don't have to take that leap. We know you need to double your prices, right? But let's say you can do a third, a third and a third, and you give yourself yeah. like six months. So you do the first uncomfortable stretching out of your comfort zone just enough, but you still feel somewhat safe. And you kind of put that one foot out and then you're like tapping over there going, yeah. okay, I can do this. So you right. do that, do that. And then you, then you stand there for a little bit and you feel good you feel safe. And then you do it again until you reach that goal of doubling the income. And that helps people stretch out of the comfort zone. Cause not everybody is able to just like take that leap 
Yeah. Because then they, if they freak out, then that flip side of that is that energy is freak out energy, attracting more things to be freaked oh, yeah. out about negatively. So stretching just enough where you're excited and you think, oh, I can do this. Yeah, that you're not so much that you're like, holy shit, you know? Yeah, sorry. I, I know I that's say a that. really valid point. Thank you. Because all my clients are like, holy shit. And I'm like, come on, <laughs> come on, just do it. But yeah, you're. that's a valid point, right? Because I'm a big believer too, is that we want to have confirmation bias toward the goal. And yeah. so if you're doing a third and third and third and it works, uh, then you're like, oh, this worked. Let me do a little bit more. Let me do yeah. a little bit more. And then or maybe can- next time you take the big leap. Yes. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I love that. So what is like, who's your favorite kind of client to work with and why? Oh my gosh. Okay. So intuitive business owners, coaches, and healers are my people. It's because they're into energy. That's all I work with is people um, building their businesses, but they are also into energy. So I love seeing healers because oftentimes they have that belief that they cannot charge because they have this gift. And I'm like, no, it doesn't mean you have to be a broke healer. You can still charge and make a really great living. I, in fact, you need to, because that keeps your energy stable too. You have that security. You have that deep knowing that, hey, everything's good. You can pay for your kid's college education. You can pay for more certifications and more mentoring, but you can't do that if you're not making any money. So then you end up getting burnout, overwhelmed and burnout. And it just, it's a vicious cycle. And you get, when you get that burnout, you end up stop doing what you're doing step back for a month and a half, two months, and then you start right back over again. It's a vicious yeah. cycle. So it yeah, is I love a vicious them. cycle. Yeah. And they don't even know half the time how powerful their gifts really are. So I love tapping into that. It's like, yay. Yeah. That's so the much. fun part. And then when they have the aha, like yes. of their, the, their true gift, then you can help stretch them a little bit to, yeah. to charge more. And, but I also think, you know, I think it's not just healers and I don't think it's just, you know, I think it's, it's not just a certain industry or a certain um, profession or gift or what have you, right? Niche, et cetera. I also just think it's also women, you know, I mean, some of us have really had to work on and work through and heal all of the BS that we've been carrying around forever and right ever in multiple lifetimes. Right. And I think that that is, you know, exactly what you're talking about. Like that energetic thread that pulls through. It's like, I can reflect to like my own upbringing and it's like money. I mean, when you, like, I grew up where it's like, you know, those people with money was like bad. And, you know, it's like, how do you, how do you aspire to have a lot of money when that was the message that you're given, right? That's the energy because there's like, like you're, you know, it's given that that negative energy, those, those people with money Mm -hmm. are bad. And like, I didn't, I didn't want to be bad. Yeah. But, it, but I kind of like to be bad, but you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like having to shed that, having to shed that and, and say this like, I choose no longer to have that. I choose to break that lineage. I choose to change that messaging moving forward. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, when the work that you're doing to help women do that, to really step into giving themselves permission, as well. I think, isn't there, is there a part of it that is like that as well? Like giving themselves permission to just say, you're changing, you're changing the legacy here. Oh, absolutely. We're all catalysts for change at this point. Um, The collective consciousness of women in just general 
has so many negative, um, we have so much negative feedback coming to us all the time from generations past, right? Yes. But it's held in that collective consciousness, not even in our own DNA from our ancestors, but from all of our ancestors, right? Right. So as we're tapping into that, and we're shifting into that, we're like, we're feeling like we are women, we are creators, we are the only ones that can create a human being. And we are the most creative as women, right? So once we tap, once we start clearing out that garbage, those limitations, it's like being held hostage, right? It's yes. like we're being tied, yes. tied down and controlled, right? right? Now we're able to break those bonds and totally shine into this world, all of our gifts. And we're all, we all have different gifts, but it's like being able to get rid of that garbage, we're able to really step into who we were meant to be with our passion and our purpose and our whys and all of it. And really, like you said, niche into whatever we want to do, whether it's in a business, whether it's in relationships, whether it's maybe you just want to be a housewife and it's not just be, it's maybe you want to do that solely for your world. That is okay. It's being able to claim who you are, what lights you up, where you want to be and step into that fully. And it's beautiful. And I love getting rid of that bondage. We need to do that. And we're doing that right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that you even say that because that's, that is how it feels sometimes, oh, right? Yeah. Bondage. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that collective consciousness is, I mean, the message that we're given in society and men, and I mean, all across social today. And even though it's like, it's this unusual dynamic that we have, it's like, we have more opportunity than we ever have as women and, and today than we've ever had. And yet the messages are still there. Like, don't do too much. Don't be too much. Don't get too big. Don't Right. And it's coming at us from like all these angles, like, right. Our inherited messages, but society and men, like there's still that undercurrent. Right. And I think one of the things that undercurrent is that energy and, and being aware of, is this mine or is that them? Right. Yes. Right. Yes. And it doesn't even matter where it comes from, but when we're aware of it and we can just say, you know, I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to be this way. So I'm going to take the inspired action from our intuition that's guiding us to where we're supposed to be next and actually having the courage to do it, to step out and, and move forward that's where the beauty and the magic happens in all of this, right? We're able to move forward. I just love it because just by getting rid of the blocks, those energy blocks that are going back, wherever they come from, that just makes it a little easier. But taking the end and also as you're doing it, you're attracting more support, more circumstances, more opportunities, more like-minded people that encourage us to keep moving forward. And what better place to be than with like-minded people? Amen. Well, this has been great. We could talk all day and we will (laughs) Um, another time. Right. So here's what I, here's the last question I always like to ask. How do you define leading a life uncommon? Oh my gosh. It's stepping into who you really are in your passions and your purpose. It doesn't, and we're all, like I said, so different being able to step into that and be brave enough to keep moving forward, taking the inspired action, things that light you up keep doing more of that. That is doing, we're, we're so told to, we have to live a certain way. We have to be a certain way. We have to work a certain way. No, you don't. You can do it all in your own unique way. And I want you to step into that. I used to say, uh, it was be true to you or, um, let the true you shine. Yeah. Let the true you shine. 
And that's where I think we all need to be is letting our true selves shine. Oh, what a perfect way to end. Well, Melissa, thank you. How can people get a hold of you? Where, where, and we'll have links, of course, with this podcast and the episode and on YouTube and all the things. But right now, where can somebody find you? And go ahead. Um, so I have my my obvious website, melissazoski.com. I have a Facebook group called Shining Mentor Successful Entrepreneurs. And my most favorite powerful energy clearing method for these beliefs and blocks is melissazoski.com backslash QKM, short for quantum key method. And it's a gift to anybody that wants to get that. That's fantastic. I'm going to be signing up for that. FYI. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, Everybody enjoy the rest of the day and really tap into your intuition. And Melissa, I appreciate everything that you shared. Talk to you later, everyone. Thanks. Hey, you've been listening to the Lead a Life Uncommon podcast. I'm here helping you create a life to allow you to do whatever the heck you want to do whenever you want to do it. If you got some value out of this, I'm going to ask you, pop over and give a five-star review. Subscribe and share this with a girlfriend you know is ready to lead a life in common herself. And I want to give you a couple of things. Number one is pop over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I have something called the guide to your hidden thoughts around money and success. You're going to uncover some good stuff there. It's a little workshop I'm giving to you. And another thing I want you to take advantage of is this exercise I did all around connecting with your evolved future self. You're going to love this exercise. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, when you're done, please, please, please go and tag me on Instagram or any of the socials and tell me what you thought. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say, and I'll chat with you soon. Bye now.